0: voice of fintech hello and welcome to voice of fintech today we're joined by alize alize is the founder of seed Seedstars. Seedstars is an initiative based out of geneva that focuses on emerging markets and we'll find out today about what they can do for you if you're a startup or an investor hello alize how are you today
1: hi thank you for having me i'm doing good <laughs>
0: Welcome. So, Alize, can you introduce yourself and and tell us a little bit about about your team and, you know, what are your backgrounds and credentials and and how do you perhaps complement each other as co-founders?
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, I mean, maybe a bit about Seed Stars which we co-founded. Uh, I think now it's 7 years ago uh, with an objective that was quite clear already of having Of wanting to have an impact in emerging markets, knowing that we had arrived kind of at this sweet spot between the democratization of technology, the rise of these huge economies on on the center of of the map, and also a a strong generation of entrepreneurs that we could support. And so uh, our thesis was, um, how can we build a more robust pipeline of these investment opportunities in countries like Nigeria, Colombia? Or the Philippines, we have kind of a, a different backgrounds and compli- like com- personalities that complement one another. So we're actually very fortunate because uh, seven years later, um, they're still kind of the same core team. Right, and, and I think where we've all kind of symbolically signed for the next year. Or so and it's very cool to be with the same team.
0: All right. So you started to obviously to explain a little bit about what is Seedstars, but if you. Yeah put you into buckets, you know, maybe that's a, because if there's something about me uh, coming from a structured environment, yeah. are you an incubator or accelerator, VC investor or all of the above?
1: I think it was funny because um, we can fall under so many uh, kind of categories, but ultimately we, um, we are entrepreneurs ourselves that want to support entrepreneurs and that support is quite large. So we have one of our main activities is really providing the training, the network, the the skills and the team so that entrepreneurs and businesses on the ground in these markets can thrive and become sustainable. And on the other side, we of course, when we talk about support, there's also the whole investment. And, and so our, we are also investors in these businesses. But it, there really is in the DNA of, we are still building at the same time our businesses. We've we also have a company studio, and we think that our best shot at trying to provide the right support and structure for entrepreneurs to scale is if we will be capable to scale ourselves. So the the level of energy we put in trying to build a healthy organization. Um, has for objective to be able to also prove how to support others in building healthy organizations.
0: And how many people do you have and where are you based? I said, you know, you're obviously operating out of Geneva, but also I know you spend a lot of time on the road. So how does that
1: work? Yes, we're, we're, we're literally, we're, we're really everywhere now. Um, we kind of have a light touch across 80 markets with our global competition and training programs then we have uh, 13 physical campuses and i mean i'm and they're really spread out so we have the latest opening was Tanzania we just opened a second space in um in Nigeria and Mexico we're also in Colombia Peru Ivory Coast uh, Egypt South Africa Tanzania uh, Myanmar so we're really spread out around the world and we also have nomadic teams that Allow us to operate programs in countries where we don't have a physical office yet, such as just now we've kind of finalized a program in Saudi Arabia, Cambodia, and Chile.
0: And but how many are you in, let's say, full time versus collaborators?
1: Full time, we're over 200, but in that count, there is on one side over 100 people that are allocated to the whole support of entrepreneurs, maybe the investment team and and the the program teams. And then we also have another hundred that are on our portfolio companies where we have a majority stakes or they're the ones coming out of our company studio.
0: Okay. And uh, you said that you were founded seven years ago and co-founders are complementary, and uh, there's been some stability, which is quite unusual. Whether you talk about initiatives that support the startup ecosystem or startups themselves. But when you first started, and if you look at when you first started and today, how do you see today versus what you were expecting? Was there anything unexpected that, you know, that you, that you saw, yeah. did you have to pivot yourself in in your activities, in your focus, or it was a straight line for you?
1: So nothing was a straight line, which I guess that is some level of good news, right. <laughs> but no, no. Every I couldn't expect it at all. On top, I, I don't have. It's not my strongest point to have a kind of a, a very visionary approach. Now that's more one of my uh, other co-founder that has that strength. So uh, for me, I think if I have to see in hindsight seven years before, it's just the the, the huge immaturity I had in what it meant to be an entrepreneur. Like the the, the level of work, the level of Delusion the, the, it's just that, that level of effort and and just the, the, the fact that it does take 10, 15 years to build a, a business versus the, the outliers that you read in the news. I think that's uh, that resonates for me when I see the person I was seven years ago in terms of the business and the mission I think the, the beauty here is that we've been quite aligned all, all the years very quite comfortable with the fact that it wouldn't go as planned, but that gut feeling that now it has been formalized in our mission statement through our values and how we assess our performance has been uh, quite consistent over the years. And I think that's also aligns with the consistency of the team.
0: All right. So you mentioned about the competitions that you organize. I saw that you have many uh, Seed Stars competitions around the world. Can you tell us a little bit about them? How does that work? How many people? What kind of startups? What are the criteria?
1: Our competition was kind of our first big initiative that we launched, which had for main objective to kind of build a network of the right stakeholders building the ecosystem so that we could support the entrepreneurs. And now, so I mean, we're, we're heading into our seventh edition and we have a niche, which is emerging markets. So basically we are present in, I think this year, in 70 locations. And so we invite entrepreneurs in that region to pitch at the event through our network of ambassadors and mentors and experts that support us in doing a first filtering of the businesses. And from there, we have a local jury that during the demo day, where we select the top 10 of the applications to come and pitch, we select the top three that we follow more closely, that we already provide a certain level of training, and then they head on to our regional global summits. And a part of them also access our acceleration program and other prize and investment opportunities that we have within the competition. We're targeting early stage businesses. So the kind of standard criteria of less than half a million investment uh, less than 2 years then we of course a minimum viable product but the reality is on average our startups have raised around 50 to 100k have some form of revenue and are already on the market so if there are businesses operating in these markets looking for their first in Europe you would call kind of pre seed seed money to scale and then would more importantly like to access the network and our programs that can support them in the growth stage and also expansion phase, then I think it could be a good fit because we're not industry agnostic. So there's quite a large pool of entrepreneurs that we want to represent, even though we have verticals, specific prizes, partnerships for different sectors, which can provide even more value added for them.
0: So which are the focus industries for you or industry verticals, as you said?
1: Through the competition, we have a large variety of different prizes and supports that we've built with different partners. I mean, and they're not always recurring every year. But for example, I mean, historically, we've always had an education prize, which provides a small investment and access to the acceleration program. We just worked on A very specific one with the Gates Foundation around the last mile for vaccinations in Africa. Um, We've done one around energy, around space, connectivity. So there's really been a a large amount of topics across the competition in general seed stars in what we invest in and in the type of portfolio that we're building it's true we're very interested with kind of the key challenges around healthcare education energy agriculture financial inclusion which has been historically a couple of our investments and also through our company studio and so yeah so these are kind of also more specific ones but it, we haven't limited ourselves to those industries only and in terms
0: of numbers i mean How many countries are we talking about? How many startups can go through this from, let's say, a funnel, you know, when you apply to win?
1: If I'm not mistaken, last year we received around 7,000 applications. From that, you have around 700 that come to pitch at one of our physical events, which narrows down to around 100 businesses that we bring to the summits in which we invest in 10, 15 of them. Doesn't mean that There are other investors in our community that don't invest directly in other businesses. So the there are more investments that are made in total, but not necessarily through the SeedStars vehicle. So it's quite an extensive funnel (laughs) to get to kind of the the ultimate pipeline.
0: Great. So you touched upon investing by Seed Stars, right? So how are you organized on that angle? I mean, is that fund structure or is it by deal? Do you need to then call your other partners to actually put the cash into into place or how does that work
1: we've been quite flexible originally and we focused more on kind of okay assessing a model in which we could standardize the pipeline we could provide support on the ground define what was the right network to work with and so initially the investments were much smaller and less And we would do it through our holding company. And we would, of course, have our network of investors that would go in direct or co-invest with us. Now for the past two to three years, we've put in place an investment vehicle where we have investors that have come in. And earlier this year, we've even announced that we're fundraising for a venture fund, Sub-Saharan Focus, hopefully 100 million so that we can kind of do larger tickets and also the follow-on of our initial investment. Uh, So today we concretely have a portfolio of over 40 investments, early stage investments, and uh, and then we also have additional investments for our company studio.
0: Okay, great. And on your website, you also said that you provide services for investors. So is that a Curated deal floor for which you charge, or how does that work?
1: And in our investors, it's it's a large kind of variety of investors. You have the corporate investors, the development banks, the foundations, and the impact funds. And then when you talk about impact investing and in these markets and early stage investment, have a pipeline issue, or in the contrary, a due diligence issue for it to keep the costs down. So we we've, we've had mandates to support them in the sourcing, the screening, and also the due diligence. Tomorrow, it would be interesting to see how we can do this at scale. It's something we're we're working on through kind of a platform model, but for that, I need enough dynamic data related to the company so that there's a on-demand deal flow depending on specific criteria of investors. Um, so that's where we would like to head. But today it's very much concentrated through our kind of key events where we have our bigger demo days, investor forums, and then specific mandates targeted on geography, industry, maturity of business.
0: There are many initiatives around the world that support the startups these days. Some are better than others. What is your unique competitive advantage? Why are you better than, than the others?
1: But I think the market's big enough. So fortunately enough, Most of what could be our competitors are partners today, but I think our USP is really the fact that we're aiming to be a one-stop shop to investing in emerging markets. And it's not just kind of having a light touch access to some investments across a couple of countries or industries, but it's really a platform that's able to get a certain level of granularity of business opportunities across The globe, because really we have this global footprint, and with with still a very strong on the ground presence, which allows us to have quite a unique position in accessing the real data related to the business, the ecosystem, the challenges. So I think people that have come to us is really because there's this capability of exposing them to a whole continent or to an industry globally when talking about these early stage investment opportunities.
0: All right, so that's great. I understand though you're not a non-profit organization, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So how do you make money?
1: Yeah, I think it was a very conscious decision that even though we were heavily impact driven and we could structure as ourselves as a non-profit, there was an intention that in the DNA of SeedStars, we had to be for profit because that meant sustainability and scale in right. what we wanted to do. But also, it also meant the type of talents that we wanted to recruit. And so we we kind of have the investment model uh, where, we, where we will have uh, the return in due time. And then there is the part of the, the training, the education, which is very much kind of more of a consultancy model where we uh, have these different mandates from public-private organizations with different objectives, maybe CSR innovation or impact-driven to support these entrepreneurs on the ground. And SeedStars is the implementing partner for these different activities. Okay, so
0: basically you charge for project work.
1: Exactly. It can be project-based. It can also be through the different initiatives that we operate. So we have sponsors in our events, like we have specific projects that have been mandated. It depends on the stakeholder. Okay.
0: All right. So you touched a little bit on what's in store for you for the rest of what's left of this year and next year's. But uh, if you just highlight a little bit, bit more, what are the key milestones? Where do you want to get seed stars next, whether that's to 2020 or beyond?
1: I think more urgently in, in the short term. We've scaled very quickly in terms of, of team and, and geographic Uh, exposure and uh, so we have really moved from kind of a startup dynamic to that of a larger organization and we're kind of the 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 perfect example of a business living all the pains of such scale and so everything needs to be changed so that nothing changes and I have kind of that very clear short term perspective of uh, building the right machine so that we can continue and scale and so that means what, what is today the right organizational structure that we need to put in place? What's the level of decentralization that we should do? What's the level of processes that we need to put? Um, there's really these kind of organizational level questions that I think are fundamental uh, for the success and for us to be able to achieve our next- Understood,
0: but you know, it's a nice problem to have, right? Uh, growing and sc- sc- scaling up, uh- beyond your current organizational structure. I'm sure there are lots of companies and industries who so they wish they had that kind of problem.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: So, and where can interested parties reach you and who would be the most relevant parties for you, whether that's investors or startups or anybody that they can help you as well in your scale up?
1: Well, being a platform and representing a community, believing that that's kind of one of your main assets, then I have many points of, entry with many different stakeholders. I mean, may it be investors, may it be potential startups looking for funding or support, may it be the private sector trying to expose themselves to these new markets or access new business opportunities um, in, in these regions. There's so many level of collaborations that can be done, but we also were always recruiting for talent. I mean, we have our job platform that lists constantly new opportunities we're always looking for great mentors to support us.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much, Alize. And you can find out more about Seed Stars at SeedStars.com or on their Twitter handle, SeedStars, or LinkedIn pages as well. So thank you very much again.
1: Thank you for having me.